Hey guys, welcome back to Tell Me Everything with Lands, episode six. Today, guys, today I thought I would switch things up a little. And you guys understand, you understand why. Today I bring on a man. I know, guys, it's revolutionary. Listen, I love the women power and empowerment I've had on this podcast so far, but today I decided I need a new perspective on things. Going off last week's episode where we talk about the female perspective on dating, today I bring on no, no, I, by the way, butchered his name. We're going to call him Nas because I cannot. Guys, he is an Armenian, Greek, Ethiopian, British, Dutch man. The perfect muse for this episode, honestly. He's honestly been the number one fan of my podcasting career, so shout out to him. But today we're going to explore the man's brain on dating, and he's the perfect person to do this. Welcome to the show, Nas. Thank you very much for having me. And also, very good effort with the name. <laughs> I, not I many people, but can just, you say your for, name yeah just yeah. for everyone else's benefit it's Noraid Jerahian see guys this is why I messed it up but it's okay it's, it's alright we're, we're gonna it. carry on we're gonna carry on so for starters Nas uh, can you just give a bit of an introduction to yourself and I think one of the things that's gonna be great is all the cultures that you guys kind of have embedded in you is gonna give a lot of perspective on the show so just give a brief introduction where you grew up your childhood and how you ended up in Dubai um, so I was born in London um, to Armenian pre- Armenian parents, mm. but one of them grew up in Greece, the other one in Ethiopia. So that's Shout where out to that's where the Greece and Ethiopia <laughs> comes from. Yeah, <laughs> and then I've got I've got a Dutch passport, so that that uh, that's how For I represent the, cool. the oranges. Um, <laughs> and then um, on top of it, generally I do feel like a sort of a person of the world. Like mm. I, I do like cu- cultures and everything. Um, diversity has always been a big thing of mine so awesome no i'm so excited to have you on the show and get this perspective so let's discuss the fun stuff let's discuss dating nas you're in the hot seat right now okay so sorry just a bit of background so where did you go to university and how did you end up in dubai because then we're going to discuss the differences in dating yeah so born in london educated there my whole life Mm -hmm. i went and read economics at the london school of economics nice um, then I started my foray into investment banking for six years, mm-hmm. uh, which was fun, intense. It was a sort of work hard, play hard mm-hmm. moment of my life, which I guess has stayed somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, then I took a year's break and somehow ended up in Dubai in a role at a financial brokerage as head of strategy. Ooh, strategy. Okay, so let's get into the dating stuff. So I want to know... Your perspective on dating, how do you think it's changed since, let's say, high school, university years to being an actual adult now with a job? How do you think your perspective on dating was back then? And then let's compare it to now. Yeah, I come from a place that I think most people viewed as quite extreme. Okay. Um, In my head, it was always, no matter what, no girlfriend. Interesting. No relationship ever. Yeah. Okay, Why? commitment because or you were like i'm gonna be at the fate i'm in my prime right now i'm gonna like have yeah it's what i mean so it comes across very badly and that's why i sort of said ex- extreme because it is extreme but mm-hmm. i never had a relationship until i was like 24 okay wow um so it was extreme but it came from a good place in the sense that i always felt at those years that's when you sort of grow the most that's mm-hmm. when you do most of your learning in your life you don't know who you are at that stage 
and how can and in my head it was always if I want to make a decision mm. I don't have to think about oh what does that person think about it or if I want to go and do this do I have to check in with someone type thing so it was always about living my life how I wanted to live it without those sort of restrictions which like come with that absolutely goes without saying um so everyone thought of me as quite immature whenever mm. when it when it came to that respect and I had this like false reputation of, oh, this guy just like wants to do whatever he wants and like he, he's doing it for like all these wrong reasons. But actually it came from that sort of with good intentions because me, for example, I can say with a hand on my heart and say I've never cheated in my life. Because you know what? I was actually just going to bring I've that up. I've never had that conflict. Absolutely. Um, so that was another key thing that I always wanted to avoid. It. I, w- I never wanted to be in a position of if I'm with someone and then something else comes up, I don't want that conflict. Mm-hmm. conflict. So in my in my head, it was a, mature decision almost selfless honestly yeah no I actually I think it's quite selfless because I find a lot of people who are in relationships and like very serious ones in college and I know this from experience of my friends and myself kind of like it's not I don't want to sound pessimistic and say like you lost out on the one of the, the four probably most foundational years of your life but when you are thinking of the other person you double think like you're saying like do I go on that trip with my girlfriends on spring break, but I have my boyfriend, shouldn't I be spending it with him? I feel like when you're in those foundational years in college, it should be a very selfish time in your life. Yeah, and, and again, the word selfish actually has got, for whatever reason, I, I actually sometimes it's good to be selfish. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it shouldn't always have such a negative connotation. You can be selfish in your life. You can be selfish with other people, for example. Yeah. Whether it's like, you know, spending the day with your family and like, treating yourselves without having to feel bad about it which like you know right now as well it's got gets quite a lot of attention but Mm -hmm. you know it's both sometimes being selfish is good yeah there's no there's no need so you 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 brought up the cheating thing which i i just i find very interesting because for me for example when i was in college i had a boyfriend of two years and he ended up cheating on me and like with multiple people and like everyone knew about it and then i found out became this whole drama had a huge effect on me do you think because of the influence of a university environment, and even let's say your single years in your early 20s, do you feel like the influence of that environment and friends can influence someone to cheat? Or do you think it's completely a personality, personal thing slash their relationship? Or do you think it's the influence? Or do you think it's both? Yeah, I think it's a combination of things. Especially during that time, university is probably, you're, you're, you're putting yourself into a trap. A little bit. Yeah. Especially if you go in there with relationships from before. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit different if you find someone whilst you're there. But say you you start university life, a completely new thing in your life with new people, maybe in a different country, and then you've got someone else in, in somewhere else that you need to think about. Obviously, there's going to be temptations. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to start to think, hold on, I like this maybe more than what I've liked previously. Mm. So it's difficult. I, there's influences from people. There's influences in the environment you're in. Some people go to university and that's the first time they start drinking. So like, Yeah, true. There's all these new things that you're going to be trying. And freedom. Sometimes you feel like, you know, you can't blame that person for doing it because actually they should have ended whatever they had in the first place a long time ago. But at that age, I've always been like, do you know what? You need to think about, hold on a second, do I actually know what I like? Do, mm. University, again, something completely new. Can, can, can I handle myself and situations where like i can say no yeah do you know that you can do that yeah you don't know so you haven't, yeah that's where i think it comes from and then on top of it if you see someone especially from a guy's perspective anyway um 
if you see, you know, I was part of the football team at university, and so mm. there was a lot of sort of banter, yeah. if, if people know that <laughs> banter. word. Banter. Um, and, and lads. <laughs> and um, lads. And tours and stuff like that. But anyway, that, 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 that part of my experience, for example, I, I would never want to trade because that was a big part of, you know, making really good lifelong friends. But on top of it, you know, girls always come up as a topic. And of I, course. And, 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 you know, if you see one of your friends, you know, gang, this sounds bad. You know, he might get with a girl every other day, different one maybe. And then you think, Do you know what, maybe I want to try that. Mm. And it, if, you're in a, if you're not in a relationship, what's wrong with that? Okay, yeah. some people might think, Do you know what, you're doing something wrong. But hold on, who's, who, which one's worse? The guy that's doing it in secret and being in a relationship? Or yeah. the one that's actually, Do you know what, I don't care, I'm open about it. I have no conflicts. I can do whatever I want and I don't have to feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. So let's talk about cheating because I think a lot of people have different opinions and I know it's situational. But since you're a man, mm. I'm going to abuse this power. Yes. Why do you think men cheat? Yeah, and before, actually before, because I, I, I do have my views on, on cheating. Like before I answer, actually, everyone has to know. I'm a big fan of this po- podcast, and I'm all about <laughs> the women empowerment behind this podcast. And L- L- honestly, Lana, Lana knows, yeah, Lana knows more honestly, than anyone. Honestly, guys, more than any of my friends, I will yeah. honestly like shit on all of you. He has been the number one supporter of DX Babies, and now tell me everything. Yeah. He was the one pushing me to do my <laughs> own thing, and and honestly, like he is all for women empowerment, and yeah. I will like a hundred percent. So I know this perspective honestly comes from like yeah. what you view and, and your life which experiences. Is what, yeah, exactly. Which is why when I say. Do you know what? Sometimes when I'm listening to your podcast, because, oh, and by the way, the only podcast that I listen to. Shout out. The first one. <laughs> like, as in, anyway. Um, sometimes I do think, do you know what? It'd be great if Lana did have a guy's perspective on some things that they're mm-hmm. talking about. Because I think, you know, that creates an interesting dynamic. So I was very happy to, you know, when she That's why you guys is here. So, <laughs> again, I should have probably said this to you. Thank you. It's okay. You anyway, can say whatever you so want. So cheating. I can why, do whatever I do, want on this why, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why, why do men cheat? Um, look, I'm, I'm so against cheating. It's, it's unreal. Like, my friends, all my friends know this about me. And look, if I see it, I always call it out. Really? Yeah, big Ethically? time. Ethically? Like, you think it's like an yeah, ethical yeah, like, thing? Yeah. I'm... Again, this is people don't expect it because people think, do you know what? Oh, he's getting with girls previously anyway. In my like ten years ago, he's getting with <laughs> girls all the time, sort of thing. Ten um, years ago, so, so we were twelve. Guy, yeah, this, this, anyway, this guy has like no morals, blah blah. Yeah. But actually, I, I come from a place where I've got so my morals are like everything. They are the foundation of how I sort of live. If I think something's wrong, I won't be able to sleep then at night if I've done if I've done it. Mm. Um, so that's why I'm so against cheating. I could never, and that's why I never wanted a relationship. Um, why they do it? I, again, it's because either um, they shouldn't be in that relationship in the first place. Mm. Sometimes it can be a mistake. If someone just does it one-off and you know what, they fucked up. Yeah. Okay, it's still wrong. Not justifying it, but it happens. Um, by the way, sometimes girls do it too. I and know, they do but it to each other. I know, and I'm going to tell you now yeah. my perspective on women cheating because I think yeah. it's, it's of course, men and women, guys. I'm super, like, I'm a feminist, but I also feel and I believe in the equal of sexes. But, but what I'm asking you about men is because I feel like there's a 
a big stereotype that men do it more than women. Mm. And I think, yes, maybe we hear about it more that men do it more than women, especially with the media and, and a lot of like cheating scandals are openly shared. So I think that's why a lot of people have this connotation that men do it more than women. But for me, my belief in cheating is that there's either something fundamentally wrong with their relationship, as in there is not a lot of intimate time with mm. each other. Um, there's a trust issue that was already broken at the beginning stages of it, yeah. or the person's not interested but is scared of being alone. Yeah. That's and there's the fourth one of, tell me, I don't want to hurt this person. Because actually, maybe they do care about that person, but on a different level. But come on, do you, you think you know they what? actually care about someone when they cheat on someone? Do you no, think they actually care about the person no, in the relationship? No, someone with? cheats on them. Yeah. They know they fucked up. And maybe they do it more times, but they do feel bad about it. That, that's normal. As in, you, you're human, right? As in... You, you do still feel bad about it, maybe, if you do something wrong. Yeah. And then you don't want to, that, that happens all the time in life. So I think that, that also plays a factor. Yeah. You might be hurting someone sometimes, and this isn't just in relationships, yeah. but you still care about that person. Mm. Happens in families, with friends. I might do something to piss off my brother, but that doesn't mean I don't care about him. And I might do something behind his back sometimes, but that doesn't mean I don't love him. Um, so yeah, I think that fourth one is a factor. That's yeah, maybe a I little bit un that. underrated. Yeah. Um, so let's go into a bit of commitment because I, a lot of my friends, including myself, mm. have been with guys who don't want to commit to me. Then three months down the line, they're committed to another girl. And obviously, it's not like I can sit there and say it's not personal because it is fucking personal. They don't want to date me. Mm. What Like... For a woman or a man that's going through that, that is that is in that situation where, I'll give you an example. Last year, uh, I was on all these dating apps, whatever, and this guy and me went on like four dates. And you know the story, actually, I told you about it before. And uh, he ended it over text, whatever, ended it over four dates. I guess what didn't see the, what a dick, but didn't see the chemistry there, okay? And two months, three months later, I see him on Instagram posting a picture with the girl that he's clearly in a relationship with. Of course, I'm going to look at that and be like, okay, so obviously he, he's, he can't commit, right? It's not like he's in that phase in his life where he's trying to date around, but he just didn't want to commit with me. How do you rationalize that to men and women who kind of are in that situation? Yeah, sometimes it's bullshit. And sometimes you just have to accept that. I mean, but how do you accept that? Yeah, that, that, that I think is the most difficult part. I think that comes down to, I think, Self-awareness mm. is number one, but also being aware of the people around you is, is the big thing as well. And if you know how humans are and if you know human behavior and if you know how emotions work and if you know how the world has worked for God knows how long, you know that sometimes someone's going to sit in front of you and bullshit you and, and you have to say, do you know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah. You have to just Think let it's a it confidence thing? Yeah, of course. Someti yeah. Sometimes it can tap into your insecurities and everyone has insecurities. It's normal. It's part of being a human. Yeah. But again... The biggest strength someone can have, in my opinion, is being self-aware. You can be you can be insecure about something, but if you're self-aware, then you can sort of mitigate that somewhat. Um, but yeah, when someone when someone says to you, "Do you know what? I'm not in that place in my life yeah. where I want to commit," and then as you say, three months later, you see that he is with someone. Uh, there, there's no point, in my opinion, getting angry at that person. That's mm. not. There's no upside to that. The only thing you can think is, do you know what? Maybe it was like was clearly, it meant to be? Clearly, maybe he did think that, and I couldn't change that mm. for him. And he met, he's met someone else that, do you know what? He's thinking, do you know, what? it's worth it. I want to I want to change my way of thinking, my mindset, where I thought I was in my life. Yeah. For this person, that's yeah. normal, and there's no reason to ever feel 
bad about it. And girls do that, guys do that. Um, so yeah, again, if someone wants to say something because they don't want to hurt the person's feelings in front of them. Yeah. But you know deep down they're just chatting shit. Fine. And you try to move on. And if you can sort of somehow logically explain that in your head. It's all so about that, self-talk, so, right? so that, you know what? It doesn't yeah. like hit your self-esteem. That's like the worst thing that can happen, right? But hopefully if it does, then you can speak to someone about it. And one of your friends tell you, do you know what? what? Don't think this way. Yeah. You should be thinking like this type of thing. And um, knowing your worth and people around you knowing your worth as well is important. Yeah. Let's, let's so this kind of segues into this. Let's talk first dates because... I have a lot of questions about them <laughs> because I've been on like a million probably, but, and every single time the first date goes differently yeah. It either goes like super well, we talk for four hours and then he never texts me again, or it goes like, okay. And the guy's texting me and blowing up my phone. I'm like, uh, like, should I give this another chance? Like, I'm not sure if this is like what I want. So for first dates from a guy's perspective, say you are going on a first date with a girl couple questions how long do you think a girl should wait to be asked on a first date before being like hey this guy's never gonna ask me out and the second question I guess like I can ask you this after is, second question is do guys judge girls for kissing them on first dates or is it very subjective is it subjective or objective subjective 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I was losing my thought there <laughs> or do you um, think it's very subjective yeah, yeah I think it is subjective because it comes down to character um, if you put two people in a room together, sometimes those two people will come from a place where, do you know what? I have to get to know you for like three months before we even think about a date. Mm. And then you have the other extreme where you can put two people in a room together, they'll get with each other that night. Yeah. And it's, it's because of their characters. So mm. it has to be subjective. Um, when you put those two opposite ends in the room and see what happens, an interesting thing could play out where sometimes it'll be, while they're all over each other. I never yeah. expected it from that person. And other times will be, oh my God, that guy usually just goes for it. I wonder why he's not going for it. Yeah. Um, but don't you think, so like say a girl is chatting up a guy and like say three months in and she's like, Kate already asked me on a date. Yeah. Do you, would you like say like, like to say to the girl, why don't you just ask? Why don't you be yeah, like, so what course. are you taking me out for dinner? Or where are you taking me out for a drink? Or where are we going to go yeah, get coffee? Look. Like, but, or do you find that? Cause I find a lot of girls, especially in this region, would, when I would say that advice to them, they'd be like, uh, hell no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to put myself out there and be forward and ask that person on a date. He should ask me. To be honest, I disagree with that because I'm like, yes, maybe we are in the Middle Eastern culture and maybe, yes, it is customary to have guys ask out the girl. But by the way, I asked out my current boyfriend. I asked him, I said, when are you taking yeah. me out to dinner? Awesome. And he was like, oh, whoa. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, Sunday, sick. 8 p.m., are you ready? <laughs> so I, so for me, I'm like, that's an example of how putting yourself out there can really play in your benefit. But so what was your advice to be to like girls that are like scared of doing that? Are you like, just do it? Like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, or are you like, I, just wait it out? Yeah, I, I, would, I would say go for it. If you like that guy, there's no reason why not to. It's like when I say, but... It's the same advice I give to some of my friends sometimes. Mm. We, could be go we could be out somewhere. We could be on the beach somewhere. And, you know, he sees a guy. He's like, what have you got to lose by asking that girl out? Totally. What's the worst that can happen? Why do you what? think people she says are no. scared of it? Why are like, you rejection? So, yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's, it's the same thing I say. If, if it's advice I'm giving to a girl as well, what, what's the worst that can happen? It's, he, he says no. Which, like, is unlikely, actually. Because typically, yeah. if a guy gets asked out by any girl... He's going to say yes. He's go he'll say yes. Yeah, Even yeah. if you know what? 
he has no attraction to that girl, whereas actually it's different for a girl. Um, if even if he has no attraction to the girl, he'll just say, he'll just say yes. Yeah. Um, so w- what is the worst that can happen? You become friends with that person, even. Why do you think people? Because I find more these days than before, people are very scared of rejection. Mm. Rejection from um, the other whoever you're attracted to, you think is cute, you like. People are deathly scared of a, a rejection. I feel it's more now than I was in college. And I don't know, maybe it's a whole, I'm in a different phase in my life. I'm in more adult years. So people don't maybe want to waste their time. But why do you think men or women are so scared of rejection? I think it ties into where society has gone in the, sort mm. of the last 10, 15 years. We are very much more open and transparent with what we do with our lives. True. Um, the fact that we document a lot of what we do, clearly shows we care what other people think. By no the way, guys, Nas does not have Instagram. I'd like to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like want you to be very aware he's coming from the perspective that he does not, he's like, you're not a big social media friend person. No, no but not. I am actually, do you know what? Again, I don't have Instagram. However, I love, I love social media. I love, I love everything about it. I love how powerful it is, in my opinion, Social media wins. Yeah. There's no there's not gonna be a world without it. If any Mm-mm. it's gonna take yeah, it's ta- 100%. It's, it's taken over somewhat, it's gonna continue to take over. Yeah. So that's not the reason why I don't know. But yeah, anyway, yeah. back to the sort of the question about rejection. Um so the way society's gone and where people care what they think and stuff. So yeah, it's it, it's a shame that it's li- it's linked to that. You know, you care what the person in front of you thinks if you get rejected, and then you have to go back to your friends and say, Do you know what? She said no. I mean, for me, that's never mattered. How, yeah, and, if you've and, ever, and, and yeah. there's been situations where, you know, I've been rejected multiple times by the same person. But <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, Why, though? Because you're... Okay, actually, I have a question now. Yeah. Is the chase real? Is it, is it like a chase thing? Like, the chase like, is real. Right? <laughs> I feel like the chase... I feel like there's some facade with the unattainable like you want to chase something but sometimes i feel like the expectation has built so largely in people's heads that once they get it specifically men that they're like oh okay like i got it now i'm, I'm good like i got the date with her i got the kiss with her whatever it is i'm i'm good like i can let go and girls are like uh okay so like so the chase is real so what do you recommend how to handle that chase because yeah. a lot of people come honestly come to terms of like they're chasing 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 this built-up tension whatever they go on the date whatever it happens and then there's like silence ghosting yeah no no the the chase is real um like if a guy tries to pretend that it's not and the chase somehow doesn't excite that person yeah he's chatting shit um (laughs) some people some people yeah some people just can't be bothered as well yeah. sometimes so it's not like always they want to chase someone because it can be a little bit tiring as well especially if like the girl just like isn't it's just giving you nothing mm-hmm. you know maybe gives you every now and again you know a bit of teasing never hurt um but the chase is real and actually i think it's real because um the girls want to be chased absolutely it, 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 not. It, they do not they they will not for example um give you everything on day one mm. which doesn't happen or rarely or it'll be a one-off type thing they want to be chased they want and on top of it they want to be appreciated too. but also sort of the inverse is the girl wants to know that maybe what she's getting is someone is also that you know um 
is on a pedestal type mm. thing. I I have to maybe do some chasing too. I don't want someone that you know what. I can if I want to. I, I can just like say yes whenever I want. Yeah, I get what you're then, saying. And then and then it's done. Um, I've found overall, not just with me, but generally, girls don't want someone that's like hundred percent available to them, like, and it's easy. Um, this kind of plays into the game, the game. Yeah. I mean, so what do you think is. about the game though? Because the game for me. I actually even told this to my current boyfriend. He was like, I don't play games. I was like, listen, let me tell you what the game means to me. Mm-hmm. Is This was like after we started dating, actually became in a relationship. I said, the game to me is not being available 24-7. It's having my independence and having my own life. But yeah, still going on dates with you, still like getting to know you, but still standing with my independence, not being available every single time. You're like... Uh, let's go out to dinner tonight. I'm like, yes, let's do it. No, if I have plans, I have plans and that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do my plans. If you want to see me tomorrow, great, but I'm not going to make myself available for you. Stop of a finger. So what, what does, what is, how do you describe the game to yourself? Like, what does the game mean to you? Do you think it's toxic? Do you think it should be played at the beginning? Because there is that, in that chase factor that comes in. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, my opinion overall, I do think it's toxic. Oh, uh, interesting. So in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. In, in a, a relationship. In a I'm relationship. talking the dating Yeah, the dating at the phases. start. You know, it can be a little bit fun. You're trying to, like, test the waters with different things, see what she says, she what, see what, like, you know, can push her buttons sometimes. Um, so it's good. And actually, some parts of the game still, even when you are in a relationship, it, it creates excitement. It keeps yeah. you on your toes. Yeah. Which you need, I think. But overall, if, if every day there's this struggle um, of... Oh, do you know what? Why, why, why do I have to maybe ask her five times before yeah. she'll say yes? Yeah, yeah. And even though I know she'll say yes eventually, and I just know that I have to ask her, so that that can get a little bit exhausting. Um, that's why I think overall, I'm not a big fan of it. Mm. Um, but it's part of the game. Is part of the game at the start. It is. There's some sort of. I can't explain it, but it's like an attraction. It's almost like a spark, like yeah. excitement that builds butterflies in your stomach type of like, ooh, like, uh, like, like, is he going to respond? Like the text, I don't know. There's some sort of excitement that like, I think be, people get pulled into, but if it's staying and like, it's like drags out for months. Yeah, like, okay, it's like it's going to like, what do you mean? The game is just going to die out and it's going to get boring and old very soon. Yeah. How do you, okay, so... How do you tell someone? So a lot of my girlfriends go on like dates, whatever. And the part I feel like that people get so offended by. And by the way, it's okay because I honestly have cried over boys I've been on like two dates with. He's just not that into you. Mm. What are the signs that he's just not that into you? And the movie is like a Bible for women, to be honest, because I think it does it so well to show you some situations where I don't agree with all of them, but some shows you some situations where the guy's genuinely not interested in you. What do you identify as a guy being not into women? I mean, you around guys, you know, have guy friends. So from your experiences, what have you been like? He's just not into her. I think there's two things. I think at the start... It's Tell me everything. To, yeah, Hashtag TME. TME. <laughs> um, I think it's... Th- yeah, I think it's two things. First one is... He may have the intention of, do you know what? All I want to do is sleep with this girl. Okay. Um, and he maybe gets that done very early. Um, and then there's nothing. So mm. that's a clear sign. That's a clear sign he's not into you, He's girl. just not that into you. All Absolutely. he wanted was... Yeah one thing the second one is 
and that, that, that one's a little bit more harder to sort of see coming, um, is if, for example, you go on that date or that second date and actually you are doing more of a chasing, mm. that's not typical. Usually it's the guy, right? Um, so if, you, if, 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 if a girl in that situation does feel like, I think anyway, that they are maybe reaching out too much and all the guys coming back with is like, like one night and not asking starters. me out again, doesn't want to yeah. see me again or something like that, then I think it's clear. Um, and again, hopefully, you can sort of roll with the punches type thing. It doesn't matter, right? As in, like you said, you've cried over boys after meeting them, after, after seeing them for like two days and stuff. And that's normal. It's part of being human. It's okay to do that. Um, but again, it's life. It's hard to see it coming. I don't think you can predict these things. I don't you think just you have can to put either. yourself in situations. Yeah. That's it. Like you can't not put yourself in situations because maybe it might happen. It's like when a guy wants to go ask a girl out. You can't like not do it because maybe she'll say no. So I have a question. Do you think there are automatic red flags for a woman? I'm going to talk woman perspective here because I have a lot of female listeners, okay? Mm, mm. And I know we got the men's perspective coming up, okay? Female listeners female plus power Yeah, plus not. <laughs> actually so true. <laughs> uh, for, say you want to help my TME fam out. Yeah. What is a couple of red flags or a red flag, say there's even only one, that you're like, girl, run. I know you talked about like he's just all that into you, but like if you could pick like one red flag where you're like, girl, like run the other way, actually, what would it be? Actually, this is this is something that drives me nuts. Okay. Um, well, damn. <laughs> and it happens actually. It's annoying. Um, I hate it that some girls are attracted to assholes. Yeah. yeah. Guys being I a get dick. What you mean. Yeah. I've never understood it. Yeah. And I, I come from a family where, like, do you know what? I don't have any sisters. Okay. Um, so I've never had to, like, from that situation, think about it. But like, be protective I see it with friends. And, yeah. I, and I see I see, I see, see even some guy friends. A guy will be a dick to a girl and end up hooking up with her. And she wants him more. And, like, and I've just never understood that. Just why? TME family, why? Well, let me tell you something. And I will tell you, I, I, will, I will kind of explain to you why from my experience slash others. When a guy is an asshole to you as a woman, this is just my perspective, guys. I feel like there's some sort of mystery that's there that almost like, and by the way, people will not agree with me, but it's true that you want to fix him. You want to yeah, change 100%. him. You want to change him to be the good guy. I because I think as women, we have this instinct to want to help. We do. As a men do too, but I'm saying women have this instinct that they want to help and so they want to change the person. So by being there and still like getting that bad treatment, it's almost like we're waiting for the day that they're going to change and be the good guy. But, yeah, but guess they're what? never going to. Guess what? There are guys that don't need fixing. I know. So like why, why waste your time trying to fix someone that, that, has, yeah. that probably won't be fixed? As women, I feel like we have, and I'm sure you can agree with this, we have this tendency to want to fix guys. I will tell you, in my second relationship, I wanted to fix this guy so badly. He would cry to me. He would just do all these things. like, And I'd be like, I'm going to change him. Like, I'm going to be the girl. I'm going to be the relationship that changes The him. hero. The hero. And it never happened. Obviously, it didn't happen. We ended it. So, like... I learned that experience. I learned. I was like, there's like, women cannot fix men. If I, yeah, if, if, if there's any sort of 
alarm bells, it'll be that. If I can give any like advice to a girl, w- just don't let yourself get in that situation. Yeah. Don't don't feel like you need to help that person. It's not your responsibility. I have a question. For I have a question. I have a lot, but no, no it's not. I, this has been a burning question in my head because I think it deferred for me personally from person to person. When do you think it's too soon to ask to be exclusive, and how do you think is maybe the most comfortable way to bring up that conversation with someone? It's an uncomfortable yeah. conversation. Let's not yeah, it's lie. It's a difficult question. It's a diff- I know. As well, so that's answer. why I'm a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, I know. TME. <laughs> TME. Um, when is it okay to be exclusive? Or when, when do you have that conversation? Yet? Yes. Like, um, do you have a timeline? That's or? what I mean. I think the timeline is just goes out the window. There's no point trying to say, you know, it's in one month or two months or three or a year even. Um, I think it comes down to the two characters. Um, if one person wants it and another one doesn't want it, you have your answer type thing. Having the conversation but early... But come on, after a yeah. week, you can't have the conversation after a week and be like... So are we exclusive now? No, no come yeah, on. Exactly. Come there, on. It's a little there is too de- much. There is definitely too early. Yes. 100% I agree with that. <laughs> and there's probably definitely too late. It's like yes. both extremes. I mean, if you're dating someone for a year and I mean, you're still hooking up with other people, then there's an issue. All right, what, what's yeah. going on? Um, but yeah, you sort of have to feel it. You, you sort of have to gauge the person in front of you. Um, I don't think there's a set way of doing it. Um, some people might want to be exclusive from day one. I yeah. know loads of people like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they go on a date, it's because they're not going to date anyone My else. My boyfriend was like that. Yeah, so He's there like, you I'm go. exclusive. I'm so not dating anyone else. And, I was like, well, I'm and, dating and, four other guys. And in that situation, you have to be upfront about it. Um, you have to say, by the way, this for me means I'm exclusive. Yeah. And if the person in front of you can be like, okay, fine, but I have to be honest with you, I'm still going to be maybe speaking to someone else. Yeah. And if the person in front of you can't handle that, then all right, see you later. Because I also think it depends because for me, I think honesty is key because I was, I think it was the second date I told my current boyfriend, actually, I was like, listen, like I'm enjoying our time together, but I want you to know I am dating other people right now. And like, I just want you to know, I want you to be aware because I've come to the situation before in my past where I've been dating a guy and the roles were reversed and he was dating multiple people and I had no idea. Mm. And so I found out cause I heard about it. So I think being upfront, it might be an uncomfortable situation. It might be uncomfortable to confront, confront, con- confront, can't speak, yeah. but I feel like it's important to be super honest and transparent because if you aren't, it's going to lead to big issues in the future. You know, there's like that trust factor. If also. No, in my opinion, if no one brings it up, you can assume you're not exclusive. I think that's, that's safe a to good, say. That's a good rule. That, that's something that yeah. like, just, it's fine to you know, feel comfortable with. You know, if we haven't talked about it, we're not exclusive. Yeah. Even if you as a person are acting in an exclusive manner, actually, you can't blame the person. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's up to the, if, if you want to be exclusive, have the conversation. If you feel like, do you know what? I want to lock this guy in or I want to lock this girl in. It's up to you. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Again, what's the worst that can happen? Absolutely. Say no. Yeah, yeah. Reject. All right, you move on. And then you're like, all right. See you later. I got my answer. Yeah. On thank you next. Yeah, thank you. Next. Next. Uh, okay, and this is my last question, and it's going to be a funny one. Oh, God. What are the biggest turnoffs for you when it comes to women? Is there a deal breaker? Like, let me give you an example of a deal breaker for me. And it can be, like, as huge as, like, for me, okay, I'll tell you like my big one. If my man, <laughs> I love saying my man. <laughs> if my man, my man doesn't 
vibe with my friends, deal breaker. Because that means that, because my friends are going to be there for the rest of my life. So if they don't vibe with my friends, then that means that they're actually not the person for me. Another one for me. If the guy I'm with, and this sounds very superficial, but let me get why. If the guy, if, the, if I go on a first date, and first date, I'm not talking in a relationship. In a relationship, we always say split the bill because we're working people, we're working humans. But on the first date, if he asks to split the bill, deal breaker. That's a red flag to me. Mm. Because that's, you know what I mean? Like there's a bit, like the, there's chivalry that I feel like still plays into these factors. So yep. of course I'm saying in a relationship, splitting the bill, I find is 100% fine. Even I cover sometimes, great. But there's certain little things that I pay attention to that would be a red flag or a deal breaker. What are yours? Um, again, this is quite difficult for me because m- the majority <laughs> of my life. I feel like I'm like really like getting the difficult yeah, questions. Yeah, no, you're like, no, but I can you're tell like you. every question you're like, oh. No, but these <laughs> questions I think for a guy are always harder to answer because guys usually will come from a place where we don't want relationships type thing. Totally. Um, so everything's a deal breaker. Yeah. No matter what. Even if you've got the perfect person sitting in front of you, sometimes a guy is so like, like young because mm. um, I think that's what it's linked to I think you know you're still growing as a person Maturity. So you don't know anything you can say immature if you want for lack of a better word um, then they just don't want it no matter what yeah however me personally I do have some sort of pet hates yeah and I think the friend thing is important right if if if, if and not just friend but if that person can't handle themselves in a room generally um, like I do, I have to be with them the whole time. No, actually, to like monitor the behavior. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. As, in, as in they, they can handle themselves. Yeah. they know they're confident enough to like you know if they want to go out or if they go out just me and her type thing. We can sort of do whatever we want because we're confident enough. So that, if if that if I didn't have that, that would be bad. Um, the other thing, actually, um, and this is sort of from experience, if I wasn't friends with that person, I if I took myself out of that relationship, I didn't want to hang around with them still, mm-hmm. I think that would be a deal breaker. That's an interesting point, actually. I've never even, th- like you're saying, like the f- the friend fact, because a lot of people say, I mean, not from my, because my experience was disastrous, but people say that the best relationships come from friendships. Mm. I have mixed yeah, views I agree about with this. That. I have mixed views about it from experience, yeah. but I can understand why. Yeah. Because you already have that trust built and that foundation built as a friendship. Like for you, do you believe that your partner should be your best friend? Or do you think there's like a, a solid like line between that? It is a bit of a gray area. Right? But at the same time, for me, eventually, yes. Eventually, you, who you're going to spend the rest of your life with yeah. has to be your best friend. I agree with that. Like You're going to be with them 24-7, not your guy that, you know, is still your best friend. Yeah. Um, quotation marks, <laughs> uh, but flying quotation. You're, you're not gonna have babies with that guy, or yeah. you're, you're not gonna go on family holidays with that guy. It's different. You, this is the person that, if something goes wrong, you need to rely on each other. Yeah, because that, that's when it really matters, um, and that's what actually generally friendships. You can tell who is your true friend when something's going badly. Um, they they come out and and, and they're sort of. They're counterful. But yeah, it's important for me. I think that probably is the biggest deal breaker. Yeah. If I can't see myself as being the friend with that person, why? Yeah. Why? why? There's got to be something wrong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably the biggest deal breaker for me. 
Nas, thank you so much for coming on the thank show. Thank you. I feel like there's going to be a part two coming up because I think people are going to come at me for this Can't episode wait. and ask like 3,000 questions. But Nas, so I want to thank you so much for your time and coming and everything. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Nas, honestly, I think you did such a great job. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you again. No, Guys, you for don't forget to subscribe to Tell Me Everything on Apple, Spotify, and Rami, wherever you get your podcast from. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at lands underscore T-H-O and at Tell Me Everything underscore with lands. Guys, I'll see you next week. Have a great week ahead and let me know what you thought about Nas. <laughs> see y'all later. Bye.